Hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Can't Believe I Made a Podcast. Uh, all right, so we are going back into the vault once again for part two of our nutrition series because I think one of the big things that I tend to find with most people as they're trying to create newer habits, we can't not think about food and we can't not think about the ramifications about why we eat. And we also can't not think about the ramifications behind doing things that are hard and consistently showing up for yourself in that way. So in part two, we're going to dive into how to show up for yourself, how to create a mindset that is foolproof from the standpoint of you doing things that are not only high fulfillment, but things that are going to keep you wanting more so that you're consistent each and every day. Hope you guys enjoy the episode. Let's get to it. Yo, what up? You've heard how every superhero has their origin story, right? Well, welcome to the Can't Believe I Made It podcast. I am your host, Desi Abeda. I'm a high-performance mentor, registered dietitian, and family man. Tune in as we explore the high-performance habits of high performers, their origin story, and how they went from disbelief to belief in their own hero's journey, where they got to a point and shouted, can't believe I made it. Enjoy the episode. Yo, yo, what's up, MOP Podcast? Uh, welcome to part two. So the, in part one, we talked about how to build your own individual nutrition program. We talked about a little bit of the science, a little bit of some math, uh, and how nutrition coaches and registered dietitians go through developing something for someone. Now, this is like what I like thrive in, this next part, is just understanding like what is actually going to keep people successful. Now, there's a lot of research that probably goes to this. And this is all really, for me, completely anecdotal from the standpoint of like, hey, I've helped hundreds of people. This is what I'm seeing. And if I'm also being completely transparent, this is also what I've gone through, not only just in my evolution as a man, but also in my evolution towards like keystone habits. Like, okay, for me, like I create non-negotiables for myself each and every week. You know, some of those are like, I want to get out and, and walk. <laughs> I don't know if I've gotten to share this, but we got a new puppy back in October. And while like he is such a pain in the ass, I'm also really thankful that he gets me out in the sunlight and gets me walking. One of the other non-negotiables that I look at is strength training uh, a couple times a week. Uh, some type of meditation or mindfulness. And I've also picked up basketball, too. I mean, I used to play basketball all my life, and for some reason I just stopped. But for me, basketball is a really healing journey because that's where a lot of my negative self-talk started as a kid. And now as I reapproach it, I get to do that in a different way where if I miss a shot or if I, you know, for our, our, our ballers out there, like, you know, like if you don't play basketball for a while, uh, the first thing to go are your handles. <laughs> like, um, and for me, instead of like judging myself, I'm finding that it's just a really good opportunity to be curious versus super judgmental. And I've said this to you all before for our listeners out there, and I'm sure we all can agree, your negative self-talk, like if you were to personify that into a person, you wouldn't hang out with that person because that person's a fucking asshole, right? And so I'm finding that with non-negotiables, and this is how I developed part two into like, okay, this is, now that you have the tactics, now that, and again, going back into what we just talked about, if, if that is far beyond you, this is why you need a coach. This is why you need someone to help you, okay? Especially if you're someone who continually quits on themselves, or you're someone who is just so frustrated with where they're at, it's not your fault. And while you are capable, you are also culpable to make sure that you understand that you need to take some ownership. Like, okay, 
knowledge area isn't great, my activity isn't great, like whatever that is, it's okay to get some guidance here. And so into part two, I wanted to take you into a little bit more of the behaviors and the mindset that is going to help you be successful in the long term. And something that I paint with all of my, my clients right now of helping them to get really good with these two phases. So phase two, again, if you're watching this on YouTube, you're going to be able to see uh, a visual of what we have here. Um, but we go back in, into this pyramid or this hierarchy, if you will. So there's five parts. So the biggest part or the ground level thing that I look at is clarity on your why. You know, why, why is this important to you? Why is this health journey important to you? Why do you want to lose body fat? Why do you want to gain muscle? Because in most cases, if we like, and for our, for our listeners out there, for any of our inner circle members that are going to hear this, or even if they just wanted to share with you, most people come in wanting weight loss. They want to come in because they want to lose X amount of pounds. Uh, they want to be back at where they were. Uh, for our women out there, shout out to you before kids. Uh, for our guys out there, they want to be back to uh, where they were in college or possibly in athletics. Or even just like they want to play with their kids without feeling like they need to go take a nap. And so getting clear on your why is always really big. But those types of people, as we peel the onion, it goes deeper. Because in most cases, people come in that want weight loss. As we start to just peel the onion and ask more questions, it goes back to, hey, I'm not confident in who I am anymore. Hey, uh, I'm really bothered by the way that I look. Um, I have the talent to be able to go for this job promotion, but I just, yeah, I just don't like the way that I look, so I turn it down. Um, and I can't tell you, oh, this next one too, like I can't tell you how many times I've heard this. I'm not intimate with my partner because I'm not comfortable with the way that I look. That, that's a defeating thing to say to yourself, right? That's a defeating thing to say like, hey, I've spent all this time looking for the love of my life, and now that I have them, I can't be intimate, not just physically, but just also emotionally. I can't do it because there's a block because I don't like how I look. And if we go even further, what most people want, like they, they want to be loved, they want to be heard, they want to be seen. I mean, I'll raise my hand too. Shit, as I even talk about this, I was talking with, again, a shout out to Savannah. She's one of my best friends. I was talking to her about like what lights me up. What lights me up is talking to people about this stuff. Because if I can get, if I can get you really clear and anchored into why you do this, then everything else gets to be about, okay, you're struggling. Hey, is this struggle more than uh, who you want to be for your kids? Is this struggle more than how you want to connect with your wife or your significant other? Like, what is that for you? Right? So as we get clear on your why, clarity is going to always help. Because, and one of my coaches told me this a long time ago, and it always sticks with me, is when your why is strong enough, the how will always appear. Most people get lost in the how. Part one is the how, right? This, for me, I probably should have did it the other way, but I kind of wanted to, to rope you in because most people are looking for tactics, and that's cool. And at the same time, uh, this is the why, okay? So that's the, the ground level of what we have. Going even more, what we have is, and this is what I wrote down, is consistency. So what I specifically wrote down was consistency times 292 days, right? So 292 days out of the year represents 80% of the year. And this is where I find that with most people that succumb to all or nothing thinking, if they have an off day, which, I mean, who, who the fuck is not? Like, for real. Like, how many of you listening to this right now are, one, 
succumb to all or nothing thinking. And two, how many people out there have actually taken a step back and looked at like, okay, am I being realistic with myself right now? Am I being compassionate to myself? Because when we initiate this or this rather this consistency of 80%, 80% consistency is going to get you towards a, a place where you're in personal development, you're seeing progression. That's where it goes back to that like every day it's 1% better. Because the other 20% allocates for you just to be a fucking human, right? If we're just looking at diet, that's the day where you're traveling, right? Even today, like right now, I'm recording out of Phoenix, Arizona. I live in Tucson. Um, my activity is not going to be great today. I have not closed any of my rings, and it is 9.30 Arizona time. Okay, so that's a little bit different. At the same time, this is just a 20% day for me. I could succumb to... Shit, does you should have woke up at three o'clock to get your workout in so that you can leave by four. But like, I'm not going to do that because I understand that consistency breeds success. And so this is where it goes back to you where it's looking like, OK, so now that I have part one, now that I have the tactics, how can I get behind the idea that um, I don't have to engage in all or nothing thinking? Well, the way that you do that is to look at the gray area. The way that you do that is literally to say, OK. What two things am I doing correctly right now? So for our inner circle members who are listening to this or even just our listeners out there that like want to know how I navigate things, each of my coaching calls start for the 10 minutes like, yo, what's going right? Because not only do I get to take them out of that all or nothing thinking and them telling me why they suck and <laughs> why they, they're not hitting their goals and fuck, Des, I should be down 10 pounds. I know it's only been 10 days. Like, dude, get... get Get the fuck out of here, right? So this is where they get to be like, okay, like this is actually ways in which I feel good. You know, my kids are eating better. Um, I feel like I have more energy. Uh, you know what? Like I know it's been a short time, but shit, like I'm sleeping better. Like I have more mental and emotional energy for my spouse. Um, you know, I just doing this, just now that I'm not alone anymore and there's a community of people, like it just feels like there's stuff like that that needs to be talked about more. And for the same thing with you, you need to talk about it more. You need to start to create a community around you that is going to want to see you be successful, which takes us in, into our third phase or our third area of our hierarchy, which is your mindset training. We've talked a great deal about the most common cognitive distortion of all or nothing thinking, and it goes back to providing yourself with a shit ton more compassion and providing yourself with an opportunity to truly think about, okay, like what is helping me be successful? Because when you have a, a, a bulletproof mindset, when you're able to understand that like, hey, I'm not going to quit at this. I know my why. I'm anchored in my why. Like it's the same thing, you know, you all with me. I know, I may not know exactly where, uh, all of this is going to take me. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I want like Joe Rogan status of this fucking podcast because um, for me, I overthought this podcast for years. I overthought it for, for yeah, it was like three years. I bought courses. I, I can't tell you how many times I put, uh, you know, equipment in my, in my Amazon cart uh, and took it out. I just overthought it. And by the time I got to a point and I had a really great coach of like, yo, imperfect action is the best type of action. I just took it. And so now as I look at it, it's the same thing that I'm asking you all to do in, in reference to your, your health goals is to say like, okay, get into this space of 
allowing yourself to be put in an area where you're getting accountability and coaching, right? You're getting community, you're getting all these things and get behind the idea that you can see yourself be successful. Really start to visualize that. I mean, I was just having a conversation with my therapist this morning and we were talking about like how I interact in conflict, uh, you know, not only just in my marriage, but in other things. But one of the things that he had shared, he was like, hey, bro, like you need to start visualizing yourself being successful in conflict, you know, because I, I, I visualize a shit ton in other areas, but I have not actually done that. You know, whether it's conflict in my marriage, it's conflict as a father with my beautiful little freaking crazy five-year-old. Uh, she's going to be five actually here in two weeks. Uh, we're recording this on the 25th of March, so she'll be five on the 6th of April. So it's, it's freaking crazy. Anyway, sidebar. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so whether it's conflict in family, like whatever, like visualize yourself being successful and handling it in a healthy way. You all, it's the same thing with you. You know, as you go through this, visualize yourself being successful in something like this, because we, we both know that it's important for you. We both know that. We both know that you probably have been telling yourself stories of, I can't be successful. I don't have time. I... Whatever that is, you know, I, I asked this of one of our inner circle members before she before she started. And she was like, you know, it does like, these seem like a lot of excuses, um, but I don't mean to to make these excuses. And I was like, you know what, if I'm being honest, these are actually probably really real stories for you. Right. And it makes total sense to me. The question that you need to ask yourself is, are these excuses or is the story I'm about to tell myself more important than the outcome that I want to achieve? And it's the same thing with you all, which takes us into our, our fourth part, which is, you know, just the, the idea of extrinsic motivation and accountability. We all want accountability. Most people come into my program like, Des, just hold me accountable. Let me kind of give you a little bit of insight. Accountability is, is, is a two-edged sword. You don't want me every single day <laughs> climbing down your throat. Hey, did you eat today? Hey, did you hit your protein goals? Hey, did you get a walk? Did you sleep well? Did you met? Like, you don't want that. That's going to be annoying. That's going to take you over the edge. You're like, oh my God, Desi, just leave me the fuck alone. I, I don't want to be in this program anymore. <laughs> right? That's, that's going to throw you away. And at the same time, if I loosen the thread a whole lot more, like you're, gonna, you're not going to have that right away. But this is where extrinsic motivation comes to play. This is where if you're someone who's like, and, and this is what happens in most cases, actually. Someone comes in the program, um, this whole process is very new to them. They're not used to working out. They're not used to taking time for, them, for themselves. Um, they're not used to prioritizing their life. They're used to prioritizing others. And so that process is a lonely process. And so when they come in and they see other people who are super energetic and they're excited, they're posting their foods, they're posting their workouts, they're posting um, what they're gaining from the experience, like that's, that's a an alleviating thing because it's like, oh, like I'm not doing this alone. And even more so, you have someone like myself that is just constantly pushing you and holding that accountability mirror back in your face and saying, hey, you told me that you wanted these things. Are you still living into that? Because that's where you can take ownership. So this is where extrinsic motivation, accountability really plays a role because at the end of the day, if I can get you to get to a point where you're building in extrinsic motivation, and I can get you really, and this is why the coaching calls are so powerful. Like, like I said, 
I probably talk to my clients about nutrition tactics out of like, usually on average, like calls about 30 to 45 minutes. So I'm talking to them about tactics, like maybe, maybe five to six minutes. And that, I'm probably highballing that too, because the other side is a great deal of extrinsic motivation, a great deal of questioning their why, a great deal of helping them to live more authentically to who they believe they want to be, to who their family needs them to be, to, to what their passions and their work needs them to be. Like I'm, I'm helping them to get to that point where they can do that because the biggest win moment from a coaching perspective that I get to see is that the extrinsic motivation that, that I sort of provide with them to be successful, one, they need to take ownership that this is important to them. Two, when they're able to do that consistently and they stack up these wins and they, they see that like they're worth it, that's where the evolution of their intrinsic motivation happens. That's where they get so centered on their why and, and, and their clarity um, that it's just, it, it's exciting. And, and that's the cool thing to see that evolution. And that's the cool thing to be like, holy crap, like I'm so glad that this is happening. And that's where I think the extrinsic motivation piece turns into intrinsic happens. And so for our fifth part, and this is going to be our last part of, of how to develop this, is going to be, um, and I put this in quotes, people on YouTube are going to see this, it's going to be, quote unquote, a meal plan. It's the very last thing. You'll find that in part one and part two, like what most people are looking for is like, hey, what supplement should I be taking? Hey, I need a meal plan. You don't need a meal plan. You need to learn how to execute one thoughtfully, consistently, in a fulfilling way. Because I don't know about you, but for those that are lost um, in that hole of, well, I need to eat sweet potatoes and chicken <laughs> and broccoli, like, okay, like that might be cool for a meal prep, but can you eat that multiple times out of the week and actually like enjoy your food? Because here's the thing, if you're someone who has engaged in a nutrition or a fitness program and you hate it, it's not the program for you. It's not that you're failing. It's just the program failed you. And that's where the ownership piece happens. Okay. So here are the two parts. I want you to think about what this means for you. If you are feeling like you have large holes in certain areas, if you feel like, hey, my mindset is shit. I can't be consistent. Uh, I have no idea why I want these goals. Like, I have no idea why I want to change my body composition. This is where you taking ownership behind like, okay, I need this. And this is where you seeking the information. You have a wonderful resource in myself. You have a wonderful resource in our Facebook group. For those that are not part of our Facebook group, uh, please, please search OPN, Our Purpose Nutrition. You're going to be able to see a lot of our stories from our, our inner circle members. You know, anytime that I have, I have a coaching call with them, I'll have them share their takeaways as a post because... I want to complete the learning cycle. I want to make sure that as they're receiving and, and absorbing information that they're also able to teach it because when you teach something twice, um, you're able to learn better, okay? Or rather, gosh, it's a Jim Quick line that I just butchered, so I'm, I'm imperfect. Um, I think he says when you are able to learn and then teach, you learn twice. There you go. Jim Quick, shout out to you, bro. <laughs> um, all right, so I hope this will help for you all. As always... Always love five stars. Uh, if this resonates with you, uh, please take a screenshot of this episode, share it on your social media, and tag me. Like, yo, Des, this is fire. So I hope this is helpful. Peace.
What's up, high performers, high performance mentor and dietitian Desi here. Before I let you go, I just want to speak to your heart real quick. If there's something inside of one of these stories or inside of one of these episodes that is really resonating with you, it's because I'm speaking to the high performer in you. So there's two things that I want you to do before you get done here. One, if you're looking to surround yourself with other high performers and you're looking to get more of a cue with how to become the high performer that you need to become, I want you to join our Facebook. It's called the High Performers Club. I'll make sure that we have that in the show notes of each and every episode. All you got to do is click on the link, answer a couple questions and you're in and you get full access to a wide variety of free videos, free content for you, free ways for you to, to step up and become the high performer that you need to become. On the other end, we also know that information is readily available. It's the application that people need to invest in in order to get to that point where they have sustainable change towards their habits and towards their high performing selves. And so if you're looking in ways to work with me, please click on the link, fill out a couple questions and see what kind of spots are available in the moment. I would love to work with you if you are someone who is looking to become the high performer that you need to become because it's what I do. Love y'all. Thanks for listening.